0: This is your host Tia. This is your host Tia. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Top Ten. Why? Eek vibes, vibes Nation. Nation 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 Nation. The Top Ten. The Top Ten all right hello 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 everyone welcome back to another amazing episode of the top 10 by geek vibes nation we didn't get to do a top 10 last week we are back for the top 10 this week and i'm very excited and also i'm your host tia and i have with me as always my amazing co-host Brittany. how are you this evening
1: say i'm amazing uh i've been messing with my 3d printer and i want to throw it across the room but besides that i'm great
0: okay so quick interjection that has absolutely nothing to do with the podcast today but did you ever see the movie office space
1: uh is that the one where they beat up the printer yes <laughs> yeah oh my god i have not fully actually seen it it's but but
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those movies that you see it and it's obviously hilarious and then you go and work in an office and then you just kind of realize how relatable it actually is
1: i think that's where i am right now because you're like you should work i paid for you i did exactly what everything said and yet you still decide not to work why
0: You know, it just, that's what happens with, you know, not to sound like an old person, but you go, God damn technology. And it's, it's really true sometimes though, because as I said, working in office, you there. Okay. So another quick story. I worked at a law office um, only for a few months, right out of college. It was essentially my first office job and they had this Big ass printer, you know, it was supposed to be able to print something like fifty, a hundred pages, whatever, double sized, staple, you know, all this like crazy shit because it was oh for my a, God. you know, it was for a law office. So obviously they had to be able to have a printer that could do a lot of these sort of things for you know for their litigations and shit like that anyway that thing never worked do you know how much anxiety i would have like as a new person as the assistant as someone who never worked in an office before to be like Here, copy all these things and then make all these copies and everything. And they're supposed to be like 50 page documents where you're supposed to scan things, you know, and it's front and back and it gets stapled and like the papers would get caught or it wouldn't print front to back or, you know, it didn't staple. Oh, my God. I mean, I sat there and was like, this is the worst thing ever. This is so much stress and it just never works." So anyway, printers suck is what I'm trying to get at
1: here. <laughs> they oh, they do suck.
0: Yeah, so that that's the main lesson here. That's the takeaway. Um, but yeah so Brittany and I are back and we are going to do the top ten Loki moments from the MCU. So just to make it clear here, here for it. It's not the top 10 Loki moments from the show Loki, because as of recording this episode, there's only been two episodes. Um, So this is Loki from the entire MCU. We did, I think about a month or so ago, the top 10 Black Widow moments, um, because the Black Widow movie is coming out soon. And so I figured with the Loki show being out, why not talk about the one character who's just been a constant throughout the mcu and you know for a long time before thanos came to the picture i mean people always compared every villain to loki so i mean realistically why not have an episode of the top 10 moments of loki
1: i know and i would just say tia fucking loves loki like i love this lady loves loki, like, I love loki. Well your favorite would you say he's your favorite mcu character
0: 100 percent. i say this all the time that it is loki that got me into the mcu like granted i saw the first iron man in theaters right i saw it i was excited for it i loved it you know robert Downey jr was great loved the story they told and so you know at the time for you know at the end of that movie for tony stark to come out and say he was iron man like that was huge you know a, a superhero who's actually You know, revealing his secret identity. So it's like, yeah, no, I I was totally here for it with the first Iron Man. But seeing the first Thor, and seeing this character Loki, who I had no previous knowledge of at all, it's just for some reason, my mind gravitated towards this character. And his involvement was why i was excited to see the first avengers it's like yeah yeah i'm excited he's obviously the for, villain. it's like yeah yeah obviously i'm excited for the team up and everything but they're going against loki oh
1: shit <laughs> i know i'm gonna say i think he he ticks all your boxes though he's got long hair Mm-hmm. dark hair yeah uh he's tall yeah he's more lithe he's thinner and i'm like this is like tia's perfect man over here but yeah Bable, which is like another cherry <laughs> on top
0: and 100 i mean i think if anyone ever questions hey do you love the character loki it's like i have two loki tattoos i think i pretty much solidified on my own body that this is a character that i just love (laughs) so
1: yeah but i mean it's crazy you didn't didn't stand a chance he would have said uh what what does he say neil and you're like yes sir
0: (laughs) oh 100 it was so funny um so we just started doing the marvel cinematic review shows again which are the shows that we do now every wednesday night we were doing them saturdays but we're doing them wednesday now Um, And for the first show a couple of weeks ago when we reviewed the first episode of Loki, I literally dug out of my closet a shirt that I had gotten back when the first Avengers movie came out. And it literally says, keep calm. Because remember, those shirts were really big back in the day, the keep calm and carry on shirts. And it was like, keep calm and join Loki's army. And I literally like pulled it out of my um, closet for that episode.
1: Oh, I love that. I'm glad you had it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I,
0: I keep clothes. Paulie and I have these conversations now where it's like, you know, new clothes versus old clothes, and it's like getting new clothes that are great, but when I have an article of clothing that I love, it's like I stick to it and I keep it forever, and that is that is that is that shirt. So yeah. <laughs>
1: you know what i'm there for it i am there for it that's like i have trouble throwing away old cosplays and stuff because i'm like am i gonna need this for anything and like look at the other clothing i haven't worn in absolute years but i'm still holding on to it just in case
0: well i mean that's like i'll always keep my pair of trip pants just in case you know oh
1: my god you still have the same trip pants measure of your childhood right
0: i do because first of all that was 75 dollars. that was a lot of money as a teenager and it's almost as if it's a two things right it's almost like a memorialization of my like punk days and also i feel like there's this whole gen okay so you know when we were younger, I don't know if you did it, but when I was like a teenager, me and all my friends, Alora and everything, would sit there and go, "Man, I wish I grew up in the 80s, you know, cuz I'm all into like hair metal and shit like that, you know. I was born in the wrong era." And now I'm seeing yeah. these, you know, these kids, but I'm seeing kids on TikTok who go, "Oh, you guys who grew up in, you know, the the early 2000s during like the skater and the emo and the goth face like I envy you I wish I was growing up during that and I'm like it's come full circle and I see all these it has like come full circle I see all these Gen Zers wearing like scene sort of clothing and trip pants and shit and I'm like oh my god our fashion is coming back <laughs>
1: either die young or live long enough to see the kids consider you old now
0: oh yeah I mean um, the, sh- the, the song 1985 it's like they're going to be making a song uh, 2005 or
1: something <laughs> I know you know you know what's funny is I still think and I go oh early 2000s you know and I'm like oh th- this one song has to be there and I'm like oh no that was like 2010 and i'm like what the fuck happened in the early 2000s where was i what was i doing and then you're like oh yeah i was like six years old
0: no the biggest thing for me is when someone goes oh um hey millennials want to feel old the 90s were 30 years ago and i sit there and i go no, they weren't. They were like just ten years ago. And then you're sitting there, you know the thing from TikTok that's like, Oh no, oh no,
1: oh no oh, no, oh. no, 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: and not, I yeah. And I sit there and I go, Well Tia, you were born in nineteen ninety, so you're thirty one, meaning the nineties. For thirty-one years ago, and it's like, nah. oh, no
1: <laughs> But anyway, still, I'm feeling old. I just turned twenty-seven. I I still need to hit my thirties. Shut up. <laughs> oh, But we're still here. laughing over the trip pants. Oh my
0: god, we're here to talk about a the god of mischief who is at least uh you know fifteen hundred years old. So you know we're we're still young compared to Asgardians. <laughs>
1: Then, then quick question, do you think if he was a little goth kid back in the, uh, like, early 2000s, <laughs> you think he would have been wearing trip pants?
0: Oh, hell yeah. Loki definitely would have been wearing trip pants back in the day. He's already, like, you know a goth I emo. See it.
1: <laughs> He's already got enough daddy issues. Quick um,
0: thing before we get into the list here. Did you know, I'm sure I've said this before and you probably just know out of just knowing, um that tom hiddleston who plays loki originally auditioned to play thor
1: yeah i saw that which is insane because i know he is more of a natural blonde like sandy blonde almost yeah uh and i'm like yeah i'm like but you know i wonder i think he would have been able to beef out for it well so the thing is he's never played anything that's had to be like huge Well, you know, the thing is
0: there are interviews where, you know, he reveals this and there is a test photo out there. And I mean, he did say he's, listen, he's not nearly as massive as Chris Hemsworth. I mean, that's just like on crazy level, but he did bulk a little for it. You know, you could see the potential there, but then they said, you know, we already got this other guy that we think would actually be perfect for Thor. But would you like but, to read the, but would you like to read the part of Loki? Can you imagine if Tom Hiddleston said no? If he was like, actually no, I just yeah, really want I mean, to play Thor. It's like, man, where would we be today?
1: I I'm seeing it. I don't like him. As, I don't like him as <laughs> Thor. Yeah, I'm I looking at it now like too. <laughs> if, I'm like, no, thank you, ma'am. That, I, uh, thank you for the offer, but no, thank you. I'm looking
0: at it now. Oh man. No offense, Tom Hillson. You know we love you, but you definitely it was Disney, Marvel, Kevin Feige, whatever, you all made the best decision to not cast him as Thor. But
1: <laughs> You know what? They were like, it wasn't who's gonna play Loki? Oh yeah, another man that wishes he was Thor. <laughs> well, okay.
0: I know I keep saying one more thing. I'm like the queen of that. One more thing um the best is when you look at the old article from Variety that came out you know now more than 10 years ago that goes Marvel cast two unnamed actors to lead their Thor movie and it's like they're not unknown now they're definitely like Chris Hemsworth and Tom Hiddleston are definitely not unknown now but it's crazy to think that they were considered unknown actors um you know, so the Thor movie literally made their career, so, you know, again, we love to see it, but um, we yeah. We love to see it. Before we get into this top ten, you know, we always have to give a massive shout-out to our friends over at Stranger Damies. Stranger Damies is a D&D podcast from the Main Damie family of podcasts, which the Main Damie network I believe said on Twitter that they just celebrated their three-year anniversary, so that's awesome. We love the guys over at the main Damy. uh they also have a podcast called they call this a movie where they go over terrible movies and just kind of do it in such a funny manner uh as i said they have stranger Damies, which is a dnd podcast that you can find over at twitter and instagram at stranger Damies, and they have game vault podcasts where you can see um one of the members of the main damey dan uh his wife uh who jen who is awesome. Uh, so make sure you check that out. And yeah, they're just great people. make sure you go check them out. Tell them that Tia and Brittany said hi. They're so
1: cool. Um, they always raid me on, on Twitch. They're always <laughs> raiding me and I love it. And I'm also making them D&D dice. So I gotta wait for the molds to come in and then I'm gonna make them their own custom dice with their logo.
0: Which is amazing. I love that. You know, it's like, that's what, you know, us at Geek Fives Nation, we like to bring people together. And it's like, look at this. We're all bringing people together. Look we love at it. Look at family. It's family, man. I love it. I love it. But, uh, Brittany, why don't you start us off our top 10 Loki moments in the MCU? What is your number 10?
1: You know, I always have a hard trouble uh, time picking initially. Because they're all so fucking good. But, you know, I'm going to go with, up uh, with a classic goodie just because I wanted to be there. Um, I'm going to go with, let me see here, the sheer panic on uh, Loki's face whenever he was with the, uh, oh, what was his name? The uh, The Grandmaster... Whenever when they're on the planet, his sheer panic when he's like, Yeah, I'm snoozing. I'm great. I love this. And he sees the fucking (laughs) hole and the sheer panic on his face. He's like, No, 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 no. I need to go. I need to go. And I know it's such a silly moment, but I live for it. And the reason I live for it is because Loki's always like, I'm very ahead of myself. I'm very, you know, I'm very harsh. A very slob and then it's like, oh fuck Jesus. Okay, dude, I'm gonna I need to go. I need to go. And the girlfriend's like, wow, what's wrong? What? This my this my champion. But uh I just I love that scene in general because that leads into my other favorite scene when he's like watching like um thor get his ass beat by the hulk at first and he's like yeah that's what it feels like and you wouldn't really expect that from loki but it makes me laugh so freaking hard because loki was living his best life that was all he ever wanted and he got it
0: no so um that is one of the best loki scenes honestly because As you said, he was really um, thriving on that planet with the Grandmaster. So he's at this party, as you said, you said it perfectly. And I believe he says, I have to get off this planet. And it was so funny because you don't think of Loki as panicking. And so him, the fact that the Hulk was able to just imprint such a lasting uh, memory on Loki is just so great. And just him... It's then, then when Thor gets his ass beat, him going, "Yes, that's what it feels like," and everyone's looking at him so strange, and he goes, "Oh, I'm just such a fan of the sport."
1: <laughs> I was right. <laughs> uh, you know what I think? I love about that suit too. Is it's like, you know, you would think, "Oh, that wouldn't really hurt him," but it goes show how strong the Hulk is, where a literal god is sitting there going, "Yeah, fuck that guy. That hurt like hell," mm-hmm. and I remember it. It's
0: like Loki's been through so much, right? You, you gotta imagine he's gotten his ass beat quite a number of times throughout the years. And for that to be the thing that he remembers is just, it's so amazing.
1: What did, what did the whole say from Puny God. Yeah, <laughs>
0: Puny God. <laughs> no, I know. I love it.
1: See, I know it's like so much smaller, but I think it was like a really a show of character.
0: No, I love it. It was actually on my list as well because I thought that it was a great um, scene with Loki and it was great, as you said, um, as we keep kind of stressing here, that it showed that even Loki can feel panic because you you mentioned it perfectly. He's very suave and very sure of himself and such and to kind of show that a lot of that is a farce, essentially. A lot of that is almost fake. Um, so I I very 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 much enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, gr- sorry, go ahead.
1: Oh no, I was just saying I did too. I loved it.
0: Um, so great way to start the top ten. I wholeheartedly approve here. Wonderful. Um, for the number nine. So this scene to me, right? Should, if we and we always say this, by the way, if you're a first time listener, thank you. Welcome to our podcast. Um, even though we do the top 10, it's never in a linear order. So, uh, but if yeah, it's never that way, but if we were doing this sort of podcast in, in a more linear fashion, I would say that this part, um, should be higher on the list, but I'm putting it here because this, uh, we just said, Loki got me into the MCU and this is the scene that really solidified me loving Loki. (laughs) And, it's a very well-known scene and it's the scene where loki demands odin to tell him about his origins and i just remember being in the theater when they're in that whatever basement or something and loki kind of finds out that something isn't quite right with him you know he's turning blue and shit and odin's standing there and everything trying to kind of talk his way out of it and loki's just like you know Tell me what's up. And then him just shouting, tell me. And I just remember like, so, so impressed that an actor could just, um, you know, put all those emotions in his face and everything like that. I was just watching just so like enamored within. I remember when it was on, um, you you know, eventually the clip went on YouTube and everything. I remember just kind of rewatching it, rewatching it, rewatching it. Because, I was just obsessed with it. Um, I loved it. I thought it was a great scene. I love seeing, um, I love that whole interaction of Odin then finally telling Loki what his origins are, that he's a frost giant and, you know, Loki not, uh, I don't know how to say it, not just taking that, right? Not them being like, okay, that's it. That's the end of it. Him then demanding for Odin to keep going because he's like, no, 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 no. It wasn't that just you know, you were in the heat of battle and, you know, you decide, oh, poor baby, let me take the baby. It's like, no, 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 you were in the middle of war, blah, blah, blah. and then finally to get out from Odin that he was essentially going to use Loki as some sort of bargaining chip. And I mean, I- I'm sorry, I just remember being so um, enamored with it. But go ahead, Brittany, what do you think about this scene?
1: I was going to say, in the, the same one where he's like it was my birthright and he was like your birthright was to die
0: no that's a different one so that scene that you're talking about is from the second thor when loki is in is that Shack- on your
1: list i don't want to accidentally discuss it
0: um, sorry i muted myself by accident oh no it wasn't on my list so no it's fine but i was going to okay. say that that was the second Thor when, you know, that because that's when Loki comes back from having tried to take over the world in Asgard. And, you know, Odin's essentially going, well, why'd you do that? And Loki said, it's my birthright. And Odin was like, your birthright was to die. Um, again, two Bye. two amazing examples as to why Odin was kind of a shitty dad. I know he redeemed himself in Ragnarok, but I swear those two scenes are like, the posters of shitty fathers,
1: <laughs> he really fucked up his kids. Poor, like, hella. She's like, Yeah, I made daddy happy, I made him proud. Oh, what I don't fit into his perfect world anymore. I guess I'm getting sealed away. Uh huh. Uh-huh. But
0: yeah, no, 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 it's so funny that you say that because, um, you know, I think we were talking about that on the Loki podcast recently where it was like, Oh, um. You know, oh, Hela's the villain. You know, yada yada yada. And it's like maybe it was something with Odin because she got, you know, he locked his daughter away, as you said, giving her positive affirmations for so long that her killing was okay and warranted. And then as soon as he had a change of heart, then it was like whoa whoa whoa, we got to lock up with this girl. And then you know, Loki turns out the way he does, and Thor was a bit of an asshole. So you know, it, it probably was Odin.
1: Would you consider that he was. Would, would this whole thing with. Uh, was it Jane? Was that her name? He hated Jane. He called her a goat. <laughs> would you consider that specious or racist? oh
0: i don't want to get into that sort of debate on here no, but... no
1: no no i'm just saying like he seemed to only really like as guardians i'm not it's I'm saying like that I'm it's definitely like I'm on the list of awful father things
0: it's definitely a degree of like elitism right thinking that she's so beneath them and everything like that it i remember and listen like, full disclosure, I was never the biggest fan of Jane. I just kind of found her character boring. Um, but I, I will say I highly disliked Darcy, and the WandaVision show completely changed my view of her. So I could be wrong. Uh, Taika Watiti could be doing an amazing job with her in the fourth Thor. But my point in saying is that I didn't necessarily like Jane, but I still was like Odin yo that's foul (laughs) how do you call her a goat
1: yes i would say well that's what it was fucked up because he very much was like he wanted him to be like he wanted Thor to be with an asgardian he very much looked down on her i was like that's just another list of shitty you know things he's been or done
0: he's too yeah no odin definitely doesn't get any award for being like father of the year or something like that but um Yeah, I just, I love that scene in the first Thor when Loki, you know, screams at Odin to tell him the truth and everything. And I just, I don't know, I was so impressed. I was so, like, so taken back by that scene. So, like, I don't know, it made me feel things, that scene, to just see him, like, (laughs) you know, see him so desperate. And I think that started off the whole thing of Loki really just wanted his father's approval you know, you just literally want yeah. his father's approval, so I don't know, I love that scene, that's gonna be my number nine, but Brittany, let's move on what is your number
1: eight? Let me see here i was to look at my knees um, you know, I kind of I'm afraid of like, you know it is always the order part but I almost want to go into um oh, uh, uh, you know, I'm gonna go with a very small scene. But I, the reason why I'm using this scene is because just goes to show that even if Loki isn't in something very long he really has a way of stealing the show do you remember when he's walking with thor i think it was the second movie yes. and he's turns he starts turning into captain america and like fucking around and being mocking and for some reason i always love that say i used to watch it on repeat like on youtube because i loved him just turning into ca- who else did he turn into uh, I think he
0: turned into Lady Sif, right?
1: Didn't he? Yeah, and then he's just, like, I'm trying to remember. that. like, for me, it caught me so off guard. Because, you know, we had had, like, uh. We had had the Avengers, but at that point, you know, you didn't see much of an interaction with Loki with the other characters at that point because, you know, this is a different movie. You hadn't seen it in a little while, and I don't know why it was just, like, kind of, like, nice to see his, like, more in-depth look at, like, the... uh how he thinks of the other characters and loki really does see captain america as oh i'm good i'm a boy scout i don't do anything but because you got to remember at that point he's still remembering you know original you know uh you know uh i wanted to say uh, captain rogers but you know steve rogers you know because we really saw that development of captain america actually becoming you know a little more hardened a little bit like he was scary in the winter soldier so to see that loki was just seeing him still as like boy scout i don't know it did things for me <laughs>
0: no i loved it because i i don't think we um expected to see chris evans in tour two
1: and just, yeah hey, i'm about to say
0: um, yeah this scene was on my list as well because it's such a fantastic scene as you said it's short but it's so iconic, just Loki being a little shit brother and pissing Thor off and just mocking him, like, oh, look, you're new friends. Okay, who should I be? Oh, should I be righteous, like Captain America and everything like that? And it was just so great. It
1: because- was pretty jarring. It caught me so off <laughs> guard. <awkward. laughs> you know, I think it was also because I think this was from the second movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That movie sucks so bad. I think at that point we were just sitting there going, well, at least we got this. Uh, I
0: say all the time, I hated Thor the Dark World. And you know what's so funny? I'm not even the biggest fan of the first Thor. I just love Loki. In oh, it.
1: Me neither.
0: And, and people say that sometimes to me where they say, how could you be a Loki fan? If you dislike the first two Thor, it's like Loki was great in those movies. I just think the movies were bad. I mean, the first Thor is definitely better than the second Thor. The second Thor is virtually unwatchable. Um, during the beginning of this whole pandemic, right? I, Almost did like a Marvel bingeathon and shit, and I tried to go back and rewatch the second Thor, and after a while, I just had to start skipping. <laughs> I just had to start skipping scenes. Oh no! But definitely, this do scene was one of that, them that I didn't skip. You know?
1: It, do you ever have that moment where you hate yourself because you want to like rewatch a movie because you're like oh uh you know it's kind of like i would love to replay resident evil 8 for carl heisenberg (laughs) but then i'm like oh i can just watch all the clips online and you sit there and you're like but i kind of want to watch the whole thing over again but i also know that all those good scenes are on there and you but you still find yourself skipping around to it anyways
0: I mean, there, listen again. There's a lot of fantastic scenes. I don't know if this is on your list, so I will be very vague about it. But the end of Thor Two was great. That little, that little tease with uh, Loki and everything. I mean, that was a great scene. So there was a few really great scenes from uh, Thor: The Dark World, but overall, it was just trash.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty trash
0: that's the movie why i dislike jane and darcy so much i didn't really mind them in the first one like again going back and re-watching it i'm sitting there going oh god i could care less about couldn't care less sorry couldn't care less everyone uses could care less and it's completely grammatically incorrect couldn't care less about either of these characters right it's almost like You know when you watch um, Transformers, and our biggest complaint is that there's
1: honest to god. I was just (laughs) I was on the tip of my tongue about to make the same comparison about how you know when you watch the Transformer movies that you just don't give a fuck about the humans, but you have to watch it to get to the good parts. Yes,
0: that's exactly how it is in the first two Thor movies, right? I just want to see epic gods battling and I'm forced to watch the humans that's why Ragnarok was so great because all we explored were the gods and you know other species and everything I didn't have to be and like- there was
1: no romance there was no romance
0: there was that quick you know sorry Jane broke up with you
1: <laughs> and I thought that was right? great
0: oh, my God. which I'm really you so I don't know if you know this Brittany because I know you're not as like active on social media like that or at least like the reporting side of it but you know we're getting a fourth thor called thor love and thunder and it was announced that um natalie portman will be reprising her role as jane and they're they're actually going in the direction of lady thor
1: that's crazy. I thought they couldn't get Natalie Portman back, but she's like, you know what, you're gonna make me Thor. Okay.
0: I think that's what it was. I think that she saw the script that Taika Waititi um, put together and she was impressed. I mean, apparently Chris Hemsworth was really bored of playing Thor and almost considered quitting until he, you know, became involved in Ragnarok. So, you know, Taika Waititi is a great freaking director and writer. The fact that he is. You know bringing all these people back um but my point well, is he st- gave him
1: more depth
0: he gave him more depth because before this like yeah i like thor he was an essential part of the avengers but i found his character very boring and bland and then in ragnarok he has humor but he has heart and then in infinity war and end game i mean jesus christ he's one of the best characters in the mcu now so this is the power. Of Taika Watiti. I'm telling you. The power of him.
1: You know what Thor is? Hmm. He's a himbo. <laughs> I've heard. That. You that? <laughs> yes. Oh my god. He's a himbo. Um, Look at him.
0: Oh my god. Uh, but yes, I love Loki impersonating Captain America and Thor too. And I'm very excited for Thor Love and Thunder. And I'm interested in seeing how they're going to bring back Jane's character. And how she becomes becomes her own version of Thor. I know how it is in the comics. But I'm not sure if they're going to say, like, go that direction. So we'll have to see. Um, But I'll do number seven. (sighs) What am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? So... I'm actually going to pick a scene that is from the Loki show and I'll, I'll explain it um, to you, Brittany. And um, I don't think it's too much of spoilers or anything like that. I don't know when you're planning on actually watching the show, but I mean, spoilers for those who are listening. Okay. So um, there's a scene in the Loki show in the first episode where, all right, really quick, Brittany, I'm going to explain it. Okay. So, so this is the Loki, obviously, that we see at the end of, not at the end, sorry, the Loki we see in Endgame, right, when they went back to 2012, and he picks up the Tesseract, and he like yeets off and everything like that. So it's like, this Loki is considered a variant, because he's He's not going in the direction that Loki's supposed to go. So this Loki is fresh off of being defeated by the Avengers, about to get you know taken away and blah blah blah. So he's still a dick. He's still a dick. So he gets taken by something called the TVA, the Time Variance Authorities, and their whole shtick is collecting variants throughout the world and pretty much uh, getting rid of them because they go against Do they
1: kill them?
0: Oh yeah, they disintegrate them. <laughs> you see it as No! they
1: wanted to disintegrate Loki?
0: Well, they, they were going to. They sentenced him at first to do that and then Owen Wilson's character was like, no, no, no I think I could use him actually for you know, this so- crime solving I'm doing, right?
1: Did, did he go, wow. wow. No,
0: he Oh my god, Owen Wilson has not done the wow yet. I'm like, if he doesn't do the wow in this show, why bother having him?
1: (laughs) I will feel so, like, I will feel attacked. Can I
0: tell you really quick before I get to, like, the actual part that I want to put on this list? They have great chemistry together. Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston are fantastic together. It's really great to watch. Um, But, so, in the episode, right, Owen Wilson's character takes Loki... And he, you know, pretty much is, like, kind of trying to break him down to, like, accept reality and everything. And, you know, he's pretty much, like, telling Loki, uh, you know, you killed your mom. And he's like, what the fuck do you mean I killed my mom? What do you mean my mom's dead? And because this is the Loki before Thor 2 happens, you know? So eventually Loki gets into this room by himself and he gets this pretty much this uh, film reel of his life but it's the life that Loki is supposed to do so he's literally watching it and he's seeing everything he's seeing his mom die he sees eventually that him and Thor you know make up and they become brothers he sees that Odin says that he loves him and everything he sees his death in in Infinity War right and then he sees it goes end of film like that's it like loki is supposed to die by thanos's hand and everything and loki sits there and he goes almost like he has tears in his eyes but he almost kind of like like laughs to himself and he's like glorious purpose like pretty much saying like i don't have a glorious purpose like look at this i'm literally just like meant to die and I, it's well, a really now I'm
1: depressed.
0: it's a sad scene but it's kind of an interesting way to rework that whole thing like him going you know I'm burdened with glorious purpose and for them for him to kind of just laugh at it because of how almost ridiculous it sounds so I know that was a long-winded mm-hmm. explanation but I had wondered no I love it but I had wondered if this Loki would eventually know his like history. So I'm glad they did in the first episode where they essentially caught him up with like everything that happened or will Yeah, Cause
1: happen. that way it's like, well, it made it where he could experience maybe kind of that heartbreak. Cause it's kind of like, yeah, we had such great character development. We're starting completely over from scratch. It just isn't fun not right. immediately it's like, no
0: and and we all agreed when we reviewed the first episode on the mcr where it's like all right we wouldn't have wanted to see this all over again so it's like okay loki's caught up this variant of loki knows what happens to him on say the quote-unquote main timeline um yeah and it's a, it's really great because you you do get extra development where loki Like reveals he doesn't like hurting people. It's just something that unfortunately is a side effect of what he wanted to do, which is at first, you know, eventually just want validation um, and all that shit. So it was really great. Um, I just. That's a
1: lot lot cuter and more unexpected than I thought. Yeah. (laughs) Well, because Owen Wilson's character is
0: like, oh, what? Do you like hurting people? And Loki's like, what? He's like, and he literally shows that scene in the first Avengers when Loki takes out that guy's eyeball and Owen Wilson's like cuz you're smiling there he's like it looks like you're enjoying it so at the end of the episode it's just him after having watched his film reel going like I don't enjoy it you asked me for I don't enjoy it and it's like oh my god I love this
1: all <laughs> <laughs> oh, we ever wanted we wanted soft Loki and we got him
0: I will say that Owen Wilson says something to Loki in that episode that reminds me of what Odin said to Loki in the second Thor. As we just said before, when Odin goes, oh, your main purpose in life was to die. And Owen Wilson at some point says to him, like, because they're arguing at this point, right? And this is before Loki sees his film reel. And Owen Wilson's character goes, um, you know, I'm paraphrasing here, but essentially you don't have a glorious purpose. Like your whole thing is causing pain and it makes others want to be better. And so essentially, you know, your life is crap. And as a result, it makes everyone, you like demises pretty much make everyone else around you better and everything like that That's yeah and i was like that's messed up wilson but you know there's a whole like plot in the in the show and it's too much to go through right now but their chemistry is really good with each other just saying (laughs)
1: <laughs> You're like Owen oh, Wilson you can't say that I, I really
0: like Owen Wilson in this show his character's name is Mobius and you know he has that flair of what makes Owen Wilson great um at least in my opinion but I it's kind of fun seeing him in like the Marvel wacky universe so I really like it anyway uh, that was me. I have a friend go ahead sorry
1: I was gonna say I have a friend at work because she came up to me and she said look up Owen Wilson and Loki and I said okay she was is he hot and I said (laughs) um I'm looking respectfully and she was like yeah I said I don't know if his hair is doing it for me but you know he is gorgeous and she's like good good. I just (laughs) want to make sure we're on the same page yeah I was like okay it's it's so
0: it is like Funny and everything. He again, he's himself, but it's still great, and I really like their interactions with each other. Um, So yeah, that's my number seven. Uh, Let's move on, Brittany. What is your number six?
1: I think I'm gonna go with uh, since we're we're getting on up there. I want to go with when Loki fucks with Valkyrie. Whenever, yes. Uh, yes, when he's sitting there and because they're like in this hand to hand combat. And I was like, man, I was like, Loki's going to get his ass beat by Valkyrie. I mean, look at her. She's just like, I don't know. He's outclassed. And when he realized, oh, yeah, Thor, I mean, sorry, it's with Thor, Loki is still Loki. Loki, mm-hmm. he knows he's not the strongest. He's been doing this with Thor for so long that you'd have to think, well, how would he get away with it and it's like oh when he does the mind fuck with her and brings back her traumatic past because didn't her lover like didn't the love of her life also perish in the battle
0: yeah so taiko Atsizi, the director of thor ragnarok pretty much confirmed that that woman in the flashback who took the sword from hella uh was valkyrie's lover
1: Oh, and it's like for her to relive it, and he d- and it does make you curious. Like, I do not blame Ellen Wilson for asking him that question because he seemed pretty ecstatic about how fucking upset she was. Well, I mean,
0: that was a great scene because, first of all, I kind of like them going hand to hand, right? Um, mm-hmm. because it it's fun to see loki fight sometimes because he does he's not a very physical person it's almost like the joker you never really see the joker going hand to hand with batman right so you don't really see loki doing a whole lot of physical fighting so i like the back and forth and when he quickly sees that she's which by the way i love that everyone is just like so enamored with the Valkyries right because even Thor is like oh my god I love the Valkyries I wanted to be them but you know then I found out that they're all women so I couldn't join but I love you guys and it's like I love how even Loki is like you were a Valkyrie right like that means something being a Valkyrie and you know Valkyrie says something along the lines of you know whatever I guess it was a tragic or something he's like oh it must be very tragic and he like takes her head instantly and when you see that flashback and it's like as you said oh shit loki you're just like re up all that bullshit
1: <laughs> yeah and, he, and he's like and i'll do it again <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i just was. i was very much there for it like because uh, you know us, Tia. We love we love a good villain, and so to see that, I was like, "This is doing something for me." I I kind of enjoy how evil he is, or <laughs> can be. Like, no, it's like but I will say, let's not pretend he's a good man, though. Like, he you may know, get his redemption story, but he was a fucking dickhead for a long ass time. Hell yeah,
0: hell yeah. I was gonna say really quick. This reminds me of it. Uh, just as you said, but it reminds me of in Thor Ragnarok too when um <laughs> when Bruce Banner sees Loki and he's like, Oh, last time we saw you, you're trying to kill us. How you feeling now? And Loki's like, it varies day to day.
1: <laughs> it varies day to day. You know what? I feel like I, I relate with that. <laughs> but,
0: I yeah, as you said, at the end of the day, Loki's a little shit. And so, I mean, that was his way of, say, getting one up in that fight. Okay, he can't beat Valkyrie on a physical level. So he's going to then, you know, kind of psychologically fuck with her. And he did. I mean, you he, saw how upset she he got. <laughs> you he, saw
1: how he, Yeah, I would have say. He, he paid for it though didn't he <laughs> didn't she like keep the shit out of him whenever she realized
0: oh yeah she definitely got out of him and knocked him on his ass and everything so you know i mean I come on it. valkyrie is strong as hell <laughs> know, you
1: can't expect much different from her no nah, not at all
0: you know, she's the king of Asgard now. Like, she's strong I'm gonna say she is
1: the king of Asgard now. She's
0: the king of Asgard, as she should be. Like, all praise uh Valkyrie. I love that shit. Can I tell you really yeah, quick? I love that as she should be. No, you know what I, I want to say? Like, I'm so glad they didn't go in, like, the romantic direction between her and Thor. I thought that they Me were... Too. I thought they were going to for a second when... Um there's a scene in Ragnarok where they like both get on the ship and they kind of like land close to each other and they have this awkward little moment and I'm like oh man are we going in this direction um but it didn't so I'm glad it didn't uh and then Thor made her the king of Asgard and it was awesome.
1: It was everything we wanted.
0: Yeah, it was it was literally everything that we wanted. So I love it. I love that shit. I'm a little sad so do you remember when thor ragnarok came out and they had something like remember thor called them the revengers
1: (laughs) oh my god it was a perfect name though i wish they would have kept it i was gonna say am
0: i the only one who like wishes we had more of the revengers they were kind of perfect (laughs)
1: they
0: were kind of like a perfect little um group with each other
1: I know. I was like, the name's perfect. It would have been, like, perfect for the play on, because it's just, like, it's like the Guardians of the Galaxy. What a bunch of (laughs) a-holes.
0: Right? They were perfect. You had Loki, you had Valkyrie, you had Thor. They were great.
1: I know. I kind of, like, you know, because it does, because Love and Thunder takes place with him going with the Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Well, I mean, it
0: takes place after uh, Endgame. So, yeah, I mean, I'm assuming that that's what's going to happen because um, every single member of the Guardians of the Galaxy were spotted on set. So I'm assuming that it's going to explore Thor, you know, going off with them because that's where we saw him at the end of Endgame. I mean, come on, you you cannot deprive us of the beauty that is... Thor and Star-Lord interacting.
1: I know. And I'm going to say, because we no longer... I I wonder if we're still going to have Fat Thor, though. I love Fat Thor. Oh, my God. He was great. I
0: love that we had him, like, all throughout Endgame. Um, Someone pointed out that they were really happy at the end of Endgame that he didn't just, say, get instantly cut when he, you know, got that epic beard and everything like that. I'm like, me too. Me too. It showed that, like... thor can still be worthy and the god of thunder even though he's kind of let himself go
1: Yeah, (laughs) and i love that it showed that he could depression's a hell of a drug it
0: fucking really is and i felt that it was very truthful and see that's the thing so i know i say this a lot but some people say the marvel movies are too like childish and everything and i'm like you got to look for the things cuz that was a commentary and a very real thing and i thought they did it yeah. really
1: good i know cuz they still kept it lighthearted enough that people aren't like oh i'm depressed now while still keeping it you know fun and family friendly yeah exactly but yes
0: um what you gonna call it uh sorry um what you gonna call it so i will get number 5 here sorry for sounding distracted for a second i was asking my boyfriend if he'd get me ice cream Uh, everyone needs to
1: know that that's why i was like apologizing earlier if i sound weird my allergies are going crazy arkansas has a crazy amount of grass pollen right now and it is fucking me up
0: right um what you gonna call it i like one year had allergies not like a whole bunch or anything like that but um there was like one year a few years ago i got it and i sat there and said i know now what everyone is going through this is awful
1: i don't normally get allergies and that's how i feel right now where i'm like i'm like you know what i feel sorry for everyone now
0: right it sucks it really does um, what you gonna call this? So I will get number five, and I will get the so I want to take this before you take it right. And I'm going to get uh-huh. I'm gonna get the confrontation between Loki and Natasha in the first Avengers.
1: I knew it. I
0: knew it. As soon as you said Loki and Valkyrie, I was like, all right, no, no, no. I, I can't have her taking that <laughs> <laughs> <Loki laughs> I'm Natasha. not taking
1: any fucking chances oh with this my bitch. God.
0: So, you know, we have the first Avengers movie. Loki is captured, he's in the hell of not helicopter whatever the frick that
1: was helicarrier sorry you know. yeah it was like whatever the big fucking thing in the sky was
0: yeah and he's you know captured he's behind the glass and everything and Natasha goes up to him and they're having that conversation I just uh, this also shows why I love Natasha because you know their battle of wits there where they're just kind of going back and forth and they're almost one-upping each other and it's like neither of them are kind of moving or anything and then suddenly loki starts you know bringing up all this shit like oh you know you're 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 trying to wipe your ledger but it's it's soaked with blood and everything and you'll never do it and you know this 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 and that and you know i'm gonna kill clint barton in front of you and shit like that and then he and then he comes out with like the craziest line that i think had everyone going home and googling what the hell it meant but you mewing quim
1: wow. i don't have to issue because like, he basically called her a cunt, and i loved it though so.
0: <laughs> it was the um asgardian version of calling someone like the c word. and freaking um you know and then for him to think that he's got one up on natasha because oh look she's crying she moved her head and then i think he mentions something that alludes to thor, uh, not thor to the hulk and natasha's like oh that's your end game of being here oh you want the hulk okay thank you and then she goes thank you for your cooperation and then walks
1: away <laughs> and, you tell-
0: <laughs> and you can tell loki is so confused because in that moment he realized that he got played <laughs>
1: In that moment, he realized he was the mule and quim. That he was the mule and quim.
0: It was like that meme from, uh, what's it, DJ Khalifa? Um, Where it's like, congratulations, you played yourself.
1: You played yourself? (laughs) Oh my god, I love that one. I'm glad you (laughs) said that.
0: Uh, I love that scene. That scene's so great.
1: (laughs) I know. I was like, I think what I love the most about that scene is because you know, you knew Loki was evil, but mm-hmm. I think for me it was like, yeah, he's evil. But, you know, how evil is he? Is you know, you he a pushover? And you're like, oh, he's getting a little dark and scary right now. I don't know how I feel about that.
0: Yeah, it was. It was really intense. And I really enjoyed that scene between them. Full disclosure, that scene totally inspired me to write a fanfic about it (laughs) i sat there yeah and i think it did for everyone if you went on places like archive of our own or fanfiction.net at the time i forget which one was bigger um i'm not sure if fanfiction.net was still really active at that moment but damn the amount of fanfictions that came out after that when uh, with loki and natasha they were out there
1: Oh, I know. And I, you know what? It's like, I don't care. It's toxic. I still love it. Yes,
0: yeah, fuck that, right?
1: <laughs> Where you're like, I shouldn't like this. You know, but, you know, TikTok has learned, taught me I've never had an original thought in my life. So you know what? I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm <laughs> like, okay, that's fucked up. There's someone that's already thought it ten times over, so I'm good.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, um, that's like, there's an episode of South Park god from years ago years and years i don't even know how many years ago um because south park's been around probably for as long as i've been born but there's a scene, there's an episode where butters is freaking out because every time he thinks of something someone's like the simpsons did it and it's like the simpsons did it, the simpsons did it and i think uh at the end of the episode they point out like the Simpsons have done everything cuz they've been around for like a million fucking years and they're like and even if the Simpsons haven't done it, someone else before you has done it because no idea is really truly original. Someone has done it before you. So don't freak out. If you think of something and you go, "Oh god, that's like da da da." Just make it your own. Just make it your own yeah. and who the hell cares?
1: <laughs> this is like on TikTok where I'm like, "Oh, I'd love- I have this really awesome idea and I see somebody does it." And I'm like, oh, I can't do it. I think I saw actually a TikTok about a lady that was like, you know what, just do it and do it better. You know, you're never going to be the first person to do it, so you might as well just fucking, no, no, have fun with it.
0: Yeah, exactly. I feel the same way. Like, just do it, and who cares? But
1: yeah, yeah we can't do a podcast because somebody already else did it. That's how it works.
0: Isn't there a thing now? I see some people on YouTube who are like, everyone has a podcast. And it's like, okay, I'm going to still have a podcast.
1: <laughs> you know, that's kind of like, um, you know, there's this game I play called Final Fantasy and it's an MMO and they have a new class coming out called the Reaper, you know, and you get to be like a Reaper. You have the Scythe and everything. And I think it's so cool. And I told somebody, I was like, oh, I can't wait to play that class when it comes out. And they're like, oh, you and everybody else. And I was like, well, because it's cool. Are you saying because everybody wants to do it? I can't do it. That makes no sense. Why do they get to do it? And I'm the basic bitch if I do it.
0: Yeah, there's this whole thing that... um people hate on people for liking things that are popular and it's like get over it it's it's like you have um a subsection of people on twitter who think that people who like marvel too much are oh you just like it because it's popular anything marvel feeds you you're going to enjoy and it's like first of all i mean i do watch things so that they're entertaining I'm not some, like, highbrow, like, film critic or something. I want to be entertained. If it entertains me, that's all I freaking need, right? And at the same where time, it's like, they're good movies. Like, they're good, they're good movies. Stop You know, they became as popular and as lucrative as they are because they're good movies. Like, stop hating because it's just popular.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, we just sat here and realized, you know, we knew the first store movie and the second movie sucked to the point where we were like, you know what? I don't give a fuck about the Thor movies. And then Ragnarok came out and we're like, okay, (laughs) I can give it one more chance. I also
0: think, and I'll say this really quick, and this has nothing to do with it really, that you miss out when you purposely avoid things simply because they're popular. And I'll equate it to Amy Winehouse. I did not listen to Amy Winehouse back in the day. Because for some reason, I had some vendetta against like Amy Whitehouse in the sense of, um, you know, back in high school and still to this day, actually, I do a very extreme winged eyeliner. And I yes. was and I was doing it because I just thought it looked really cool. And I kind of based it on, say, like Egyptian hieroglyphics. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then Amy Winehouse came to the scene and everyone in school goes, oh, you do that because of Amy Winehouse. And I'm like, I've been doing this before I, you know, I even saw who Amy Winehouse was. I, I'm not, and, you know, back then you're like, I'm not copying, I'm not a poser. I was doing you it know?
1: before it was. Oh, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like
0: purposely didn't listen to Amy Winehouse's music. And then after she unfortunately passed away, then one day I hear a song of hers, not knowing it's a song of hers, then finding out it's a song of hers, and going, this is the type of music Amy Winehouse put out. And I'm obsessed. I've listened to all of her albums. I love, so it's like, you really miss out on something you may enjoy just because you sit there and go, well, I'm not going to like it because everyone else likes it.
1: Nah, which is kind of depressing. Yeah.
0: Sorry. Didn't mean to go on a soapbox there, but it just reminded no, me I love that. It. When you're, let me tell you, when you're on Twitter and you're part of a geek organization, Sometimes the shit you see and everything is crazy. Um, I was Sometimes told on Twitter, are
1: fucking insane.
0: I was told recently that someone who, like, say, follows us, and I am not gonna obviously say anything, thinks that I am too soft on Disney in my reviews, and it's like I am just being honest, you know? Yeah, what you
1: to do? You just lie about how you feel about it?
0: Like, I saw the... Okay, so full disclosure, um, I saw the Black Widow movie uh, recently. And, you know, my review hasn't come out for it yet because that's embargoed till the 26th, but we were able to talk about it on social media. And, yeah, I gave it really good freaking uh, praise. Uh, y- you'll have to wait for my review to come out to actually read about it. But, but I gave it really big praise, and apparently I was told that... Um, I'm too soft on Disney, and I'm like, if it was a bad movie, I would have said it was a bad movie. Like, to be honest with you, I didn't think that the second episode of Loki was that great, and I said it in my review. So I'm like, I'm obviously, you know, open to speaking. I don't, care. I don't give a fuck that it's Disney. You know, I'm sorry. Yeah. I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, I'm soft no, I, on I don't Disney. I'm like about it too. <laughs> soft on Disney. I pretty much no, have said that. Every like live action movie they've done of remakes of their anime, you know movies are crap. but anyway, whatever, we're not here for that. We're here for Loki. Let's continue on. Brittany, what's your number four?
1: I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with uh, I hate to already throw it out there, but uh Loki going against Thanos
0: yes
1: because for me it's like you know you had the how would you say this build up to loki's bad guy you know but you know he's a good guy sometimes but you know he's always the one thing you can always count on with uh, loki is that he's always going to betray you and all these things and did you ever see him being truly heroic where he was like, "Yeah, I'll give up my brother and let him die," and for a second, Thor is like believes it. Before you realize, no, Loki could have got out of there because I think it said that you know the other people escaped through uh, escape pods, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean
0: that's how Valkyrie was alive and the others from Asgard.
1: Yeah, and it's like he's very easily. He could have turned himself into a child to sneak on to the fucking thing. Mm -hmm. It would not be out of character for him. But it's like, no. Instead, he stayed to be a good person. It's like, he ultimately protected his brother. And he's like, and we have a Hulk. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) I came full circle. I came full circle after fucking, you know, uh, the whole thing with, uh, you know, with the What'd you say? It's the whole thing. Remember in the first
0: Avengers, Loki and Tony are talking back and forth, and Loki's like, "I have an army," and Tony's like, "We have a Hulk,"
1: <laughs> and it's like for Loki know. to do, <laughs> and was fully joining in. And I don't mean to curse about it so much. I just, I really, really I almost did it again. I just really love that scene because. Yo, that also showed how freaking strong Thanos was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah, when he went he against Hulk, and you're like, okay, oh, he's beating him in hand-to-hand combat in a strength-to-strength combat. Somebody tried to say, tell me, they're like, Hulk's still stronger than Thanos, and I'm like, no. To no, be no, fair, no, no, no.
0: To be fair, I think he was wielding one of the Infinity Stones.
1: So yeah, but I don't think he was. I but that was the one that like no, I know. stuff or did the... I I actually I don't think that was the one of power because that would have no. been the one that. No, he actually might have had the power stone in that in that because didn't they um destroy that one planet that they hid the purple one on?
0: Yeah, yeah, they completely destroyed it.
1: Yeah, and that was the one that they got from Ronan, which was the power one. Mm. Never mind. Okay, <laughs> I, I, mean, I I can admit what i was wrong, but I may, but I don't remember him having a powered up to fight like the Hulk, though. It, either way, it was
0: an epic fight. But yes, let's uh, keep talking about Loki versus Thanos.
1: I think, like for me, it was just like. Whenever he grabbed him by the neck and killed him, and he's like, "No more." What was that? Like, no more resurrections. Oh, it was like, "You
0: bastard, Thanos!"
1: You bastard. And I know that it was like supposed to be their way of telling us, like, "Oh, he's not coming back this time. It's not." Oh, and when he went, that moment when you don't know if he went blue because he suffocated because of his broken neck or because he was slightly coming back, you know, ice giant, frost giant.
0: Oh my god, and then he says to Thanos, you will never be a god. And I'm just like, <gasps>
1: <gasps> uh. <laughs> "Hey, Hey, you know, I th- through and through, I think, you know, he always had pride in what he was raised as.
0: Well, because he says, he's like, I, Loki, Lofi's son, uh, Son of Odin or something like that. He says because at first he like makes it seem like he's oh no he's like I Loki of Jotunheim. He he says something about like the frost giants, but then he pauses and he says like Odin's son. Oh yeah, he goes I Loki.
1: Uh, Thor.
0: Yeah, and he like looks back at Thor. He's like Odin's son. Like, and he says to Thor, he's like the sun will rise on us again, brother. And I'm just like oh do it. <laughs>
1: No. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, you know, he ultimately tried to do good. I mean he's a trash panda, but we still love him.
0: <laughs> Can I tell you, I knew that Loki was dying within the first few minutes because I have a friend. Um, and I, I won't say names because I don't want to get anyone in trouble or anything like that, but I have a friend who was able to see who was able to see Infinity War before everyone else. Um And she comes into work and I go, I just have to know. I go, don't tell me anything else. I want to be surprised, right? I go, but I have to know, because I'll be thinking about the entire movie. Does Loki die? And she's like, within the first five minutes. And I was like,
1: (sighs) Uh, (laughs) but but at least you're like, he could still come back,
0: but I wanted to know because I knew that if I saw the movie organically and I saw that, I'd be thinking the entire movie, no, 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 he's going to pop back up. He's going to pop back up. Like he always yeah, does.
1: Yeah, you, you just needed to know.
0: I just need to know. But yeah, that scene was great because, all right, I have been waiting for that scene because I don't know if you remember, in Avengers 1, you know, they, they say Thanos, They the Chitari say, you got this scepter from thanos and if you don't deliver onto you know what he wants from you then there's nowhere in this like universe that you will be safe from thanos and i was like there has to be a reunion there has and then at the end of ragnarok when you see the ship come up it's like oh fuck This is it.
1: they really meant it. They (laughs) were like, oh, shit, they weren't joking. They weren't
0: joking. Like, Thanos really is coming for Loki. And so when they had that thing at first, when, you know, and at first you you sat there and you go, is Loki really going to go with Thanos after all this development we got in Ragnarok, right? And so finally it was like, no, no, no. And so when he at first is like, I have a Hulk, you know, that was great. And then I will admit Listen, I love that he stood up for his brother and everything. I was like, Loki, did you really think that that was going to work? You trying to stab Thanos? You just saw what he did to the Hulk.
1: <laughs> <You just> saw- <laughs> I guess he was like, you know what? Uh, I'm going to at least kind of go out heroically. But I'm also like, did you really do anything?
0: It's like that meme with um, Thor's face Thanks. when he's like, really? Really? did it really? And it's like, ah, come on, Loki, what the hell?
1: <laughs> I thought you were going to do the one with omni men, where he's like, thank Mark, thank!
0: <laughs> but I will admit that, again, I love the line that he says to Thanos, like, you will never be a god. And it's like, I don't know, I just love it. Like, Loki's still saying, like, I'm still better than you.
1: <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he is. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, <laughs>
0: But I was going to say, yeah, I love that scene, Loki versus Thanos. Um, You know, it was really sad. It was really sad seeing, um, you know, Thor sitting there and, uh, you know, mourning his brother and everything. And I will say someone pointed out, so I told you how in the first episode of the Loki series that he sees his death and he sees Thor hugging like his body And then it goes, end the film, right? And someone pointed out, if that's in his memories, right, if that's, like, in the film before the film ends, that means that Loki, like, felt Thor hugging him. So Loki's literal, like, last moments of life is at least getting a hug from his brother and i'm like and i'm like i can't deal with that
1: i know that's what i said i was like i can't deal with this right now what are you doing (laughs) oh no golly
0: well i'll move on from that intense sadness to my number three which is a complete funny one and one of my favorite loki scenes just because of how one absurd it is and two again just showing that all really loki wanted to do is be the hero and it's literally in thor ragnarok when um what you it you know they're battling against hella's people and it looks like they're gonna lose and you know all the people of asgard are like really you know afraid and everything like that and they're running running and there's like no hope for them and all of a sudden you see a ship and you hear Loki going your savior is here and oh I'm like, my god and i
1: like really really
0: <laughs> um i just thought that was great like loki going your savior is here and i'm like it just really shows that all loki wanted was to be the hero to come rescue his people of asgard and for to have the people of asgard like you know uh happy to see him and shit like that i love that i love that i
1: love that i i love that scene because it's like you know yeah first you're like is this ridiculous and you're like no he's just a fucking baby well to be fair that was also at the point that he was uh pretending to be Odin. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly.
1: So, to be fair, he's, he's pretty ridiculous. He went, so oh my God. I, you know what? I'm saving that for the other one. But, <laughs> but and you knew where I was about to I go. Did. It, didn't you?
0: I did. I did.
1: You but, know what? I think that's going to be mine later on. But it, it just is absolutely ridiculous because he just pops in. Like, it's almost childlike. It is, Uh,
0: but I still thought it was, like, hilarious um, just for him to be there with, like, arms wide open and being like, your savior is here, and... Uh everyone getting on. He's like, Go ahead, get on, get on. And he goes to Thor. And it's like Thor's not even surprised. He's like, it took you long enough to get here. And he's like, You're missing an eye. <laughs> like, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing he says to Thor. He's like, You're missing an eye. And it's like, I love that shit. That shit was so funny to me. I'm like, thank God for Taiko Atiti. He made the Thor franchise so goddamn hilarious.
1: You know, that is one thing that got me about, like, that is that, you know, Thor lost so much in that fucking movie because, oh, uh, your hammer's gone, your eye's gone, um, what, what, like, you're losing every your dad's dead, like, you can't
0: catch a break. Your dad's dead, your mom's dead, your girlfriend broke off with you, it's like a horrible freaking time for thor he's not he wasn't doing very well at that point um to be honest with you but yeah no i mean that's like a shining beacon for me in that movie not shining beacon i love the whole entire movie but to me it's just such a standout and i'll say one last thing uh because it kind of goes into it but it shows again how loki just wanted to be the hero because and again ultimately like loves his brother because i don't know if you remember in um in that scene where hella takes thor's eye right and she's like i'm the god of death what were you the god of again and he you know like gains his powers and like jumps down an immigrant song by you know led zeppelin's playing and everything and it's so fucking epic and shit and you see loki smiling as he's watching and it's like he's impressed it's like that's his brother, and his brother finally unleashed like his true power.
1: Well, you know, it's like his brother was coming into himself,
0: yeah. And I just freaking love that. And I loved at some point during that fight, by the way, that Loki uses his helmet to fight against someone. I'm like, I love that shit. <laughs> I know <laughs> I keep He's saying getting, I love like, that a, shit, remember, but I
1: love that shit. He hasn't used that in a long time,
0: Mm-mm. so I'm like. Yes, use it to stab some bastard.
1: <laughs> hey, use your aesthetic. We love, we love a king.
0: I was going to say, um, in the behind the scenes for the first Thor, Tom Hiddleston did say that that like thing weighed a freaking ton. <laughs> he said it weighed so heavy and it hurts so much so i'm wondering if they changed the materials that they use for like other horns going forward because it, we never saw the one that looked like the one in the first floor again
1: i know you would think they would have been able to make it out of something that would be a little lighter um you know that was so that, was that your last one
0: no, that's my second to last one. This is number three, but we can go into number two, which would be your last one.
1: No, okay, because I was about to bring up a point. Of, I There was one scene I said, I, I was about to go, I can't believe you didn't pick that one. And I always said it, and I went, wait a second. Well, what I is think i have got order here. What is it? Um, but what if you pick it? Give me a hint. Um, It's probably the kinkiest thing he said in a movie
0: oh yeah yeah
1: that is my that is my number one <laughs> okay okay i was like i was sitting there i was like i hope she's picking up what i'm putting down <laughs> but uh i think i'm gonna go with you know his father's uh what like the final goodbye between loki and his father oh and Thor ragnarok right yeah. Because I think that was what he needed more than anything, was just to feel like he belonged and felt like his father loved him. And when he finally got it, when that was all he wanted to get, it was all he wanted to finally get it in that moment. It, like, even though his father's about to pass away, it was like, I don't know, it was like cathartic. Because his father was a grade A asshole. Like, his father was fucking just trash for a lot of it. I did you know I love Sir Anthony Hopkins, but their dad sucked. Their dad really sucked. Like, super sucked. I don't know. I just really enjoyed the movie because of that reason. But I think, you know, him looking at him and he's like, my sons. And it's like, because, you know, between the your birthright was to die and everything else, it was like, that's pretty fucked. Yeah, well, There's not I- many things really <laughs> worse fucked that. I mean, on top of him
0: saying that, and then I don't know if you remember in the first Thor, right, when freaking Loki is hanging off of Rainbow Bridge and you know uh odin is holding on and shit and loki's like i did this for you father for all of us and odin's like no and loki let's go and i sit there and said you couldn't have waited to like pull him up to then tell him how much of a big disappointment he is
1: Like <laughs> right <laughs> you didn't like, you know i like Five fucking seconds to not, you know, eat himself off of a bridge out of like
0: the heartbreak. It's like he didn't know that he was going to survive that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he didn't know, like a a other intuition, as, as he nervously
0: sweats. Right, but yeah, no, that final thing between loki and odin was so needed but uh for loki you know odin just saying like i love you my sons and I, you just see loki's face looking at odin because that is something he has wanted to hear his whole life he never expected to hear or anything like that um so
1: yeah that was really emotional it's like god damn it what the hell is up with what this would you have done? what would you have done to you if you had seen that, right, mm-hmm. and he didn't say it's final words, were like, I love you, son, looks at Thor, nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would have died. I probably would have laughed, though, like nervous laugh. I am a nervous laugher.
0: I know you are.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. It was I-, hilarious, I laughed on the side in the Transformer movies because it upset me so bad the best
0: though is when um hella comes out and you see that she looks like loki and i sat there A, I sat there and go okay where the hell did thor come from and then it's like did he like make loki kind of look the way he looks because maybe he wanted he like missed hella in a way
1: well, you know, with the mother being the reason like for teaching him magic and stuff and I think, you know, she's the illusionist that gave him that appearance. What if she did that to uh, Odin to make sure he always knew about the daughter he did like a punishment to him? Right? I want answers because... It's I want like, answers too!
0: Because it's like oh, what would have Loki what would Loki have looked like if they hadn't gotten him because he was a blue baby so you know what would he have grown up to look like if it weren't for Odin and uh Frigga but yeah um oh it's such a good scene Brittany it really is I love the scene between Loki and Odin um and I especially love we
1: love being depressed
0: (laughs) well I love that this scene literally afterward is you know him dying and then you know hella freaking being unleashed and i love i don't know if you remember that's the transformation with thor and odin where not thor sorry thor and loki when they both like transform from their regular outfits to their like asgard you know garb and everything yeah i love that shit but i love i'm sorry i love that whole entire sequence of events when (laughs) hella is like neil before your queen, and Loki's like, I beg your pardon. <laughs> like that's my, right, line. <laughs> I beg your pardon. like
1: he's like that's my line.
0: And and I love Hella's like, you don't look like him. She's like, but you definitely sounds like him. Like about Odin, and I just love that whole thing. Oh my god, Hella was so great. Oh. I would bring Hella back.
1: I like how like the moment he died, she was back. Like oh here I am, and it's like. We haven't even got a chance to mourn yet, like, right? in five seconds. Yeah, she was like, oh,
0: he's dead. Hmm, 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 hmm.
1: <laughs> what a shame.
0: It's funny, it's like, they never tried to reconcile with their sister. They were like, well, <laughs> you suck.
1: <laughs> we well, I guess we gotta throw the whole sister away.
0: <laughs> Just, uh, throw the whole sister away, man. right. Uh, <laughs> I love it, but yes, um, We are down to the number one on our top 10 Loki moments from the MCU. As always, let's go through our top 10 before going to the number one. We have number 10, I have to get off this planet. Number nine, the confrontation between Loki and Odin in Thor 1. Number eight, Loki impersonating Captain America in Thor 2. Uh, Number seven is the end of film scene in the first episode of Loki. Number six is Loki and Valkyrie's fight in Ragnarok. Five is Loki and Natasha in Avengers. Four is Loki versus Thanos in Infinity War. Number three is your saviors here from Ragnarok. Number two is Odin's goodbye to Loki in Ragnarok. And number one is one of the most well-known scenes of loki it comes from the first avengers and it is when loki demands for everyone to kneel before him speaking of kneeling from hella and everything uh you're right they just you're got right. him <laughs> uh that's the scene you were talking about right Brittany?
1: yeah yeah <laughs> okay yeah. he's like dude that's his line you can't be taking that shit
0: but i love that in um you know, the first Thor because it was really powerful, right? He's before all these humans and he's just like this powerful god that's almost mad with you know, power and he's demanding everyone kneel and they all kneel and everything like that. And he has this whole speech of like, Oh, isn't this so much better? You know, you human beings were made to be ruled. You know, if I take away your free will, it's so much simpler and everything. I'm actually your savior and blah, blah, blah. But can I tell you why I love that scene so much? It's not 100% even because of Loki, which sounds bad because this is a Loki podcast. Yeah. But it is because of that old man standing up against Loki, you know? And he's like, you know, I didn't kneel for other men. I'm not going to kneel for you. And Loki's like, there are no other men like me. And he's like, there are always men like you. And I'm like, Uh. I love that so much. And I think, you know, they were pretty much alluding to, and I think even, like marvel came out and said that he was supposed to be a holocaust survivor so was it's was
1: like i remember that sounded so familiar to me that i was like wait isn't that and you're like ah oh, is it
0: yeah so you know it's pretty much supposed to be like alluding to that you know and that's what i was thinking it's like this man survived fucking hitler he ain't kneeling for you with your horns <laughs> and shit like that <laughs> Um, I, know. I love that and then i also love the scene after because captain america then lands down and i think he says something like last time i was in germany and i you know i ended up having a disagreement with the guy it didn't end up too well and shit and i was like
1: i love right <laughs> no i love that scene altogether, though i i think like the biggest thing for me is that part with the old man but also just because you know how low key is
0: Oh, Loki, I mean, again, Loki was great, him demanding everyone to kneel. I mean, because they were in Germany, and I think that whole uh, Germany sequence of events... Oh,
1: they were in Germany. They That's were a good in,
0: point. They were in Germany, and that was that scene was right after the scene when loki crashes i think that gala event and he you know whacks that one guy with his scepter and he steals his eye and shit like that i mean it's pretty
1: gruesome that's pretty fucked up
0: (laughs) but i i don't know it's such a great like scene i loved him just shouting no um you know and it was so great because then tom hiddleston i think the new the comic-con after that he goes up on stage and he just goes kneel to everyone and then i don't know if you you gotta everybody fangirls but it's so funny because in that uh video clip he goes kneel and it's like all quiet a little and this one guy in the audience is like my wife loves you
1: Uh, by the way, so I had a, a second, like you did with the ice cream, except it was Aaron saying, hey, I'm leaving. Bye. And I was like, right in the middle of talking. And so I stuttered. And so I didn't want you to think I was crazy, which I am, to be fair. To but be now, fair. Yeah. No, I had my ice cream moment.
0: <laughs> I know, it's all good. It's all good. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I there's so many other like fantastic scenes of Loki throughout the years that I could spend probably just so long on it like so long um
1: i know i has so many great little scenes. like you almost want to say like everything he's ever done in anything and you're like oh i can't do that and you're like "Mm, but i can
0: i mean literally everything there's so many great parts like i can say um you know freaking i don't know there's so many great scenes uh i'm trying to think even in the first Thor, when you can see how manipulative he is and he tells, you know, Thor, like, uh, you know, oh, father's dead, mother doesn't want you back and everything. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Peace out. <laughs> I'm like, leave. Yeah.
1: I, I guess you could say we we do some for uh,
0: Loki. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I am simp, 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 simp. Uh, Loki is definitely... I have to say, I think Loki's definitely my favorite character in the MCU. I've loved seeing his progression uh, throughout the movies and shit like that. Um, I just think it's great. Uh, Tom Hiddleston's awesome. (laughs)
1: There there was one of the guys, you just reminded me, one of the guys at work was like, I don't get why you guys like Carl Heisenberg so much, because one of the girls at work was like, I want to read your fan fiction, you know? (laughs) And the guy was like, I don't see why y'all like him, and and she goes, she put her hands on her hips, and she goes, we just think he's neat, okay? We just <laughs> think he's neat. <laughs> That's, true. That's how I feel about you with Loki. You're like, you're like, I just think he's neat. I just think he's neat.
0: Yeah, I don't know why. But again, I went, I saw the first door in theaters, and I sat there and was like, this, this. And I remember at the end of the first door, right? Because you remember you think he's dead and then you stay for the end credits and then you see that scene where um, the doctor right is being shown around by Nick Fury and he sees the Tesseract and he turns and you see Loki in the mirror going like oh well that's very interesting and it's like oh
1: Loki's alive
0: Loki's alive <laughs> you're like that's all I ever wanted and so then when they tease him in the Avengers movie you're
1: like it's happening it's happening <laughs> That moment you're like, "Am I too easy to please?" And you're like, "No, it's yeah. the people that are wrong."
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. But um, before we wrap everything up here tonight, Brittany, did you have any? I know we said like we could mention like all of Loki's scenes pretty much, but mm-hmm. is there one particular scene that you're like, ah, "I wish I would have gotten that on the list"?
1: Uh, I'm trying to think back. <sighs> I try not think about anything else. I don't think I do. Fair enough. Um, I will
0: say my one scene is the end of Ragnarok when Thor is talking to Loki and he says, if you were here, I would hug you. And he throws the thing, expecting it to just be an illusion, but it's really Loki there, and he's like, I am here, brother. And it's like, oh my god, you knew that they hugged. And I was like, Oh my god, they hugged.
1: Right. <laughs> we like feel like parents that are just excited our kids are getting along <laughs> they made up they made up Yay. Yay. <laughs> oh, oh my god, god.
0: but yes yeah, so um everyone who's listening you know please comment down below and all that like what is your favorite loki moment from the mcu are you watching the loki series right now um as I said before, we do a review show live on YouTube every Wednesday night. Um, You know, we covered WandaVision while it was happening. We covered Falcon and Winter Soldier. We're covering Loki right now. Um, The third episode comes out this Wednesday on Disney plus, and we are going to be just continuously covering these Disney plus, um, you know, shows that keep coming out. And also, keep an eye out for my uh, Black Widow review. Guys, please hear me when I say this. you got to go see it in theaters. Well, listen, I don't want to say that, right? If you don't feel safe going to a theater, they are offering it on Disney+. Plus. Um, so please see it either in the theaters or the comfort of your own home. Uh, but see it regardless. Regardless of where you see it, whether it's in theaters or at home, please see it it is so worth it don't just brush it off like oh it's a prequel you know we know what happens to her she dies blah blah no it's still amazing it's so good please go see it see, it's but... like
1: do not sleep on this movie i'm telling you
0: it's so good Brittany. i wish i could say more but it's so freaking good but please see it um Brittany, please plug yourself let everyone know where they can find you what you got
1: going on next I was going to say, you can always find me on Twitch at, um, uh, it, sorry, I don't know why I got flustered. You know, we find me on Twitch at Itty Bitty Brit. Um, I've been playing a lot of scary games, been playing a lot of MMOs, played Resident Evil for Carl Heisenberg. Um, and yeah, I've been doing a lot of my 3D printing stuff. Hopefully start doing some streams on that soon. Um. i I still need to make youtube videos i tell myself that every time Mm -hmm. that i'm gonna do it i have yet to do it um but yeah you can come see me and also on twitter at itty bitty brit zero and i also have figured out what i want to cosplay this year and i'm excited to get it in
0: oh my god it's so exciting tell do you want to tell what it is I think it's cool. I, 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 could,
1: I could say we uh, I'm going to do uh, Starlight from the boys.
0: Oh, my God. When she sent me the ideas of her cosplay this year, I was like, oh, my
1: God, you're being Starlight from the boys. I love her.
0: So I, think I, that's I, and I feel like
1: it's died down enough that not like everyone's doing it. But even if they were, I want to do it anyways.
0: Who cares? It's the perfect costume. Starlight's such a great character on that show. She really is. So, yes, I'm such a
1: cootie patootie.
0: I love her. Um, so please everyone make sure that you're checking out Brittany. She's a very dedicated streamer who spends many of her time trying to entertain you all. Uh one day she will stream GTA five. Like it'll happen one day. I know.
1: I need <laughs> to I need to I need to do it for you.
0: Yes, I will actually watch. Um, I do watch some of your streams, but I'll watch that uh, one
1: especially. <laughs> oh, you just gotta, you, did you just expose yourself? <laughs> I'm going to have a worse breakup with you than Frenemies. Oh. <laughs> uh, is, it, is
0: it, okay, really quick, is it bad? I, like, go on Twitter to, like, see, like, what's the latest with uh, Trisha Paytas and Ethan. I'm like, all right, what's going on now? Um, is there
1: not a part of you that thinks that they're both doing it on purpose?
0: I don't know, cause it's gotten too ugly at this point, you know? It's gotten like really ugly and I think that's the last Is thing. that
1: moment that it started out as a joke and it's no longer a joke.
0: I mean Trisha may have taken it like too far. I mean, I won't get too much into it, but Ethan and his wife Hila from the H three H three podcast are expecting another baby. So I'm just saying. Oh, I
1: didn't know that. Yeah.
0: Hila just announced that she was pregnant, so I doubt they need all that drama. But yes, we don't need a front-of-me situation here. Are,
1: are you sure? I mean, we can make it happen to you. It'd be great.
0: Yeah, I'll make 10 videos about uh all this crap.
1: <laughs> Brittany exposed. Right.
0: Here's the tweets. Here's the text messages. <laughs> the five percent um but anyway <laughs> as for me uh as i said you can check us out at geekfivesnation.com has links to all of our social media accounts um if you are on youtube please subscribe Geek Fives podcast that's where we do the marvel cinematic review every week so please check that out if you are wanting to follow my personal i'm most active on twitter tc underscore stark Um, But you could also find me on Instagram with the same user handle. So, yeah. Thank you, everyone who is listening in. Again, please let us know what your favorite Loki moment is. And do you stand him as much as I do? But, all right, guys. That's the top ten. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye, guys.